one fund on point for today, the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Yes, welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest take from the experts at Vetify, where they've got a full suite of tools that's going to help you be a better, smarter, and savvier investor in exchange-traded funds. Todd Rosenbluth is the head of research at Vetify. He's my guest here every week. And of course, if you want to get more information, it's vetify.com. Todd Rosenbluth, great to see you again. Great to be with you, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... Then the Texas Vaughn Nelson Select Equity ETF, VNSE. VNSE, the Natixis Vaughn Nelson Select ETF. Now, this is a really interesting actively managed fund, a small fund, and it's got a great track record. Why this fund now? Well, you covered some of it, Chuck. It has a strong track record. This is a five-star Morningstar fund. It's relatively small, I think under 50 million in assets under management, but it's concentrated. It holds some of the better companies that are undervalued, but have a growth angle. So it owns companies like Microsoft, but it also owns companies like ICE and Sherman Williams. So you're getting beyond the mega cap companies with this actively concentrated equity fund. And we think it's just an under the radar fund that deserves more attention. And really interesting management team. I've talked to the folks at Vaughn Nelson as well. Like them a lot, but under 50 million, you know, 50 million is kind of that, hey, are we serious about it point with an ETF? So let's start there. When you've got a fund with a great record, but it's small, small means nimble. That's good, but small sometimes doesn't mean that a fund company's committed to it. So under 50 million, what's your general take there? I think that a firm like Natixis is committed to the ETF space. They've actually been expanding their ETF lineup in recent years. This is a fund that just passes three-year track record. That's why it has a Morningstar star rating, but it came out of the gate strong. It was a top performing fund in its first calendar year. And yes, a fund that's small should be eye-catching for many investors, but unless you're putting in millions of dollars directly into the fund, you're unlikely to impact the overall flow and volume. And I mentioned it owns companies like Microsoft and other mega cap companies. So new shares can easily get created. So many investors will look at the trading volume and the assets under management and walk away from a fund. This is one of those that you should continue to do your homework, learn more about the team behind the fund, learn more about its holdings, learn more about its track record, and then decide as we think and verify that this is a fund worthy of more attention. You pointed out this fund got out of the box great. In 2021, its first calendar year, it was up 40%. Now, do you worry at all that that kind of skews things? Because we always talk about when you have a great time, you kind of regress to the mean over time as an active manager. This fund is still well above average, but that first year was so good. Don't you worry that that was a bit of a red herring? So I do think that they can, there is a pendulum that swings with active management. It is hard to shoot the lights out year after year after year. And you want to look at a, a three-year track record, at least with an active equity fund that is focused on stock picking and concentration and getting its best ideas into the portfolio. But I think well, what's inside the fund, you've got some of those companies that have led the market higher. And actually, this fund had a good year 
in 2023. It's come out of the gate relatively strong again in 2024, but it's more diversified than people might think with just uh, a couple of dozen holdings within the portfolio because it's it's got exposure to various sectors, not just technology. But even with that, right, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking about the brand new spot Bitcoin funds. And the one thing we knew is that any investor who was looking at them, they didn't have anything like it in their portfolio. Even if they had one of the few Bitcoin or crypto things that was out there before we got to spot Bitcoin funds, it wasn't this way. Here with this fund, well, yeah, it's actively managed. It's concentrated. It's got a good track record. But you are still talking about stocks that, hey, if you got a well-diversified portfolio, you've got stuff like this in your portfolio. So how do you use this fund? What percentage of a portfolio do you let it be, et cetera? Because unless you are an absolute beginner, you're covering the same ground that this fund covers. So we think that in a concentrated active fund can be a great complement to a S&P 500 based strategy. So yes, there may be some of the same holdings within the portfolio, but this is the management team behind VNSE's best ideas. These are their couple of dozen strongest conviction ideas. So you can overweight exposure to some of those companies within a portfolio. So Sherman Williams is in the S&P 500, and so is ICE, and so is Accenture, but they're much further down. They're not top 10 holdings as they are with this ETF. So you can combine this ETF with a low-cost core strategy and get some of the benefits of active management within your broader portfolio without relying just on one manager to continue to outperform year after year. A blended approach probably makes more sense with a fund like this. That's going to raise another question because you have now taken over doing ETF of the week from Tom Lydon, Tom, who was doing it for over a decade. I want my audience to understand how you build portfolios and the rest. So that core and explore idea sounds perfect, like what this fund is right for. But for a lot of folks, they've already got funds that do some of that. How many funds do you want to do that? Do they give you that exploration and have that manager with a go anywhere kind of approach? Do you want to have two or three of those, or does that just give you a closet index fund? If you're using the S&P 500 as your core, you maybe want to add one other large cap fund that's actively managed to add some diversification within the portfolio. So you're not just concentrated in the MAG7 companies. You want some of that diversification. And then you can go down to cap structure. So this is primarily a large cap core fund, as opposed to something that's more small cap or internationally equity focused. So probably one or two funds to serve your large cap core makes sense. You don't want to have too many funds that are concentrated active management unless they're consistently owning different types of stocks. I think it's important to continue to look at the underlying holdings of a fund on a regular basis. Make sure that this ETF, VNSE, holds companies that make sense to you to have within a portfolio that it's consistent in the overall approach. But this is a good fund to take a closer look at, despite its relatively low assets under management. And if somebody has their core holdings already, but they hear us talking about it, they go do their research on VSNE, you wouldn't worry about switching because basically, you know, one of the things that we know about ETFs, they're inherently tax efficient. So if this is the faster horse, as long as it's a tax efficient move, you would be okay with changing horses? Yes, that's right. And so this is an actively managed 
equity ETF. So itself, you're getting the tax benefits of the ETF structure. If you're in a tax deferred account, that's even better. But this ETF, like other actively managed equity ETFs, tends to have little to no capital gains implications. It's just an ETF. You get the benefits of the creation and redemption process. So yeah, if if you don't own this ETF or you haven't heard of this ETF, you certainly should take a closer look at it and see if it makes sense for your portfolio. It's the VNSE, the Natixis Vaughn Nelson Select ETF, the ETF of the week from Todd Rosenbluth at Vetify. Todd, great stuff. Talk to you again next week. See you next week, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production of Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yeah, I am Chuck Jaffe. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast at moneylifeshow.com or by going wherever you find great podcasts. And if you want to get more information on great ETFs, make sure you check out vetify.com. They have a full suite of tools there that will make you a better investor in exchange-traded funds. They're on Twitter or X at Veta underscore Fi. And Todd Rosen and Todd Rosenbluth, their head of research, my guest, he's on Twitter too. He's at Todd Rosenbluth. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. We'll be back next week. Until then, happy investing, everybody. 